Transition Radio from San Diego, exploring the world of change with you. Are you ready to take your life to a new level? Join transition coaches and best-selling authors Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster as they explore strategies to navigate changes in health, relationships, money, career, and so much more. Get the information and tools to make your life smoother, easier, and more productive. And now, your hosts, Paula Shaw and Kendi Foster. Well, welcome to Transition Radio. I'm Ken D. Foster, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Paula Shaw. Paula? Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Amazing show we got going today. (laughs) We're going to be talking about the power of the heart, and we have a couple guests coming on. First one uh, is coming up in just a minute, and she's going to be talking about her new book, Selling from the Heart. And then we have a second guest coming on, the second part of the show, Brenda Adelman. And she's going to be talking about forgiveness and how to release um, any challenges that uh, maybe you've had uh, with other people. So, And she's good. had some huge ones. <laughs> she has, man. Wait, oh, the stories. What that, a story. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Stay yeah. tuned for Stay that. Stay tuned for that, exactly. Yeah. All right. So... Um, we are, every week, we've been reading a sample of my book, Paula, and uh, so I'd like to go ahead and do, do that. Reading. Okay. So this comes from the book called The Courage to Change Everything that's coming out in May, and I start out with a quote, and it says, the most courageous act is following through on your intuition, no matter how many illusions to the contrary appear. The mind is the magic factory where everything is created. Notice I said mind, not the brain. The mind is found within and outside the body, and it is the source of infinite possibilities. The brain is a processing vehicle for information. It is great for logical sequencing of information, but very limited when trying to create an amazing life. The truth is you are a divine being with a light within you to light up New York City in your fingertips. You have the potential to overcome all disease in any form of limitation. You are the master of your destiny, and you alone will determine whether you are successful or not. It's important to realize that you're not broken, nor do you need fixing. You are an amazing, brilliant gift from God. All you really need to do is bring forth your greatness by improving your knowing. So today, I'd like you to ask a couple questions. Number one, what do you know for sure? Number two, how can you open and receive everything the universe has in store for you? And number three, how can you improve your knowing? Encourage you to meditate, be still, and know your essence. All righty, so... I am amazed at how much joy and brilliance is been manifested in my life since I've done this radio show with you, Paula. It's been a pretty great experience. It's, uh, you know, we've practiced a lot of the principles that we've talked about. And what happens is, no matter what happens, actually, uh, we've always found amazing grace to move past anything, right? So it's, uh, it really goes with uh, what our whole theme is today. It's right about the power of the heart. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The power of the heart to me is, is so important because it shifts us from just intellect to a place where we connect as human beings and, right. and where we are able to impact our life and our world in a much more powerful way. Um, so to me, I think the heart connection is critical. It's fragile, but it's critical, you know, in really making taking a relationship beyond the mundane to something special. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when my head gets a hold of things, it can spin me in ways that, um, you know, it always seems to look for the critical path, right? What is wrong with this? What do I need to do here? What must, must I do? Should I do? Have to do? And, you know, it's a great tool to use as long as it's not running the show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we have to have it. I think, obviously, the trick is balance between head and heart. But too often, you know, I, in, it's funny because on the way in this morning, I was listening to 
my latest podcast that I'm doing with my daughter, which we're loving the experience of. And we were talking about saying the right thing, which is my new book. And, you know, we were talking about how important it is to say the right thing because people are so worried about what they're going to say, whether they say something that's helpful or not. They're so worried they're not going to say something either profound or helpful. Mm -hmm. They often don't say anything at all. They don't show up. But what we were discussing is when you do try to talk to somebody in a difficult situation or who's in pain, the most important thing is coming from your heart, not your intellect. Because feelings are a heart issue. They're not an intellectual issue. So you can't logic your way through a difficult situation, not if you're going to be actually helpful to someone who's hurting. Absolutely. And I think that uh, that one piece where you said, you, you know, we need to know what to say, but I also believe we have the courage, have to have the courage to be vulnerable, to say what is on our mind in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's not the right thing to say, but it's something that, you know, if it comes from, I think what you're saying, sincerity and love, even if it may not be what that other person wants to hear, I think they get their intention. They get the intention most of the time. Yeah, I think if the intention is right, yeah, you're right. They do pick up on the energy of that. I mean, even if you say, I don't know what to say. I can't imagine how hurtful or painful this must be. Right. Then, you know, that's better than trying to say something profound or wise or logical, like he's in a better place now, or, you know, at least he's out of pain, or, you know, all of those things that people say that so often aren't helpful at all. Right, that's, that's, that's true. You know, and, and when I think of the heart, I'm thinking, you know, I think on a positive side with the heart. When I'm in my heart, I'm usually feeling a sense of peace. I'm usually feeling a sense of balance in my, in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any worries. I, you know, I can connect with my passion, my love. A lot of times in my heart, I'm thinking about not what, not necessarily in the moment. Sometimes I'm thinking about how amazing the future is going to be, and that, for some reason, gets me in my heart. Along with things like we were just talking about, mm-hmm. you know, deep compassion um, for ourselves and for others. Mm-hmm. That that takes me right there. How about you? Yeah, I, I, I agree so much. And, and what's coming into my mind is why don't people go there? Why don't people come from their heart more often? Mm-hmm. And I think it's because we're hardwired to go to our heads because that's what's, uh, it's more comfortable. And, and the, the head is valued more in our culture than the heart. We go to school to make the head smarter. We try to learn all these intellectual ways to solve our problems. And it's just a more comfortable place than the heart is. And, you know, I think that's a big challenge in our society right now because what we have is we have men that are predominantly in their, heart, in their head, right? And then we have a lot of women that are predominantly in their heart, right? And when a man's in his head, honestly, heart talk sounds crazy to him. Yeah. And when a woman's <laughs> in her heart, logic sounds crazy to her, Good right? Point. So it's like we're in two separate worlds, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So how do we bridge that gap? (laughs) (laughs) If I had the answer to that one, (laughs) I'd probably be on a beach in Tahiti somewhere (laughs) calling this in. (laughs) I got a feeling one of our guests do, because I've seen her whispering, I do, I do. So she'll be up in our next segment. I can't wait. I can't wait. But I I feel like it has to have, it it has to come from a place of balance. We can't give up either. You know, we need to learn how to balance both so that we can take productive action, and still be coming from a heart-centered place. Yeah. Well, I can tell you from a male point of view what I do is that for me to be in my heart, I need to stop and get still and, and actually put my hands on my heart many times and just take a deep breath in and drop into it. Mm. Otherwise, my head is just spinning so fast that I, I'm going from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And, and for, uh, for men, I, th- I think we're, you know, we predominantly kind of stay focused on one task until it's done. And if we're focused on that one task until it's done, it's very easy to miss everything that's going around us, including our partner who may be suffering in their heart if we don't just stop and slow down. Exactly. And, you know, one of the um, 
one of the energy psychology low modalities that this, or actually it's probably more body energy based, is so simple. You just cross your hands across your chest, hook your thumbs. It's called the butterfly. And you just simply lift your fingers slowly and then put them back down. Wow. Close your eyes, lift the fingers slowly, put them back down and just go into your heart. And you're just lifting your fingers like the wings of a butterfly when you're when it's sitting on a leaf or something, and you breathe. And it's so calming, and it just takes you right to that heart space. I can feel that right now. And by the way, if you're listening to our show, if you go to our, fa- our uh, Facebook page, transitionradioshow.com, you can see this interview right now, and you can see ex- the exact instructions Paula just gave us to do that. Yeah. So Cool. That, that's cool, huh? So I'm excited that in our next segment, Shirlene Reeves is going to be taking something that we all have to do on some level or not, <laughs> is, and that's selling. So many people think they hate selling. They are so heart-centered. They don't want to look salesy. They, don't, they hate that conversation. But Shirlene has figured out a way to do that differently so that it isn't salesy and so that it isn't slick. And all those things we all hate, right? Wow. I just shopped for a new car. So I'm, I'm going to give this technique to all the car people out there that I talk to, <laughs> except for the one I bought from. He was in his heart. <laughs> all right. We'll all be right. right back. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Now, more than ever, it's important for women to understand why they need a financial strategy. Women tend to make less money than men, live longer, and face more financial challenges during retirement. Hi, I'm Sherry Blair. With evolving roles and increasing responsibilities, women are seeking out ways to become more knowledgeable about their finances. My life's work has been to empower women to make good financial decisions today to help ensure you have a bright future tomorrow. I'm here to help you learn more and to become more. Give me a call for your free no-obligation consultation or a second opinion at 619-997-0416. 619-997-0416. That's 619-997-0416. California license number 0B42369. Securities and services offered through HBEC, Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC. HBEC, Inc. and Michael J. Lucia and Associates are not affiliated. Would you like to help someone in need to move from poverty to prosperity? Stars of Courage, a 501c3 nonprofit, is looking for established life coaches with experience in education and career mentorship to build confidence and create clear paths to success. Join our team of experienced coaches in a wide variety of fields, equipped with warm hearts with a passion for lifting up those in need. Our Stars of Courage. Find out how you can make a difference at starsofcourage.org. That's starsofcourage.org. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Oh, welcome back to Transition Radio, where we are being brought to you by Sherry Blair, financial advisor. And you can reach Sherry at 619-997-0416. She's all about women, money, and lots of life. I love Sherry. (laughs) So, Paula, we have an amazing guest with us today. Would you like to do the honors of introducing her? I would, because I know this lady well. I love her, and I'm excited about what she's going to share with us. She is Shirlene Reeves, the author of Selling Through Your Heart. A business success coach. She's an international keynote speaker. She's founder of the Course Suite Selling Through Your Heart Business Mastery Platinum and Massive Visibility Media Course designed for coaches wanting to make an impact in the world through radio, podcasts, and web TV interviews. She's been the host of her own TV show, um, WMAX TV, and she's currently the host of a radio show of her own called Ascended Masters at Work on BBS Radio. So welcome, Shirlene, and we're going to put you on the spot right away. <laughs> Ken and I were just talking about how do you find that place of balance? How do you blend the heart and the head 
so that you can be effective at what you want to do and still be a great human being. You know, Paula, that's a really excellent question. And the blend between the heart and the head is simply gratitude. That's all it is, Ah. is thinking with gratitude. And so if you're in your head, what am I grateful for in this moment? Or if you're thinking from your heart, what am I grateful for in this moment? That is the blend between the two. Because when we're in our head, we have a really hard time seeing things differently for those of us who see, and that's the way they do things, or hearing things differently. And we always translate things to whatever we've experienced before. Yes. Would you agree? Absolutely. Because we've got that giant filter in the subconscious mind. Yes. Remembering everything that ever happened to us before, especially the painful stuff. And with the people you work with, you know that more than anything. Mm -hmm. So if we can just stay at that place of gratitude, I'm grateful to be here with you today, Mm -hmm. or I'm so grateful that my drive was successful. Whatever it is that you can find in gratitude is Mm -hmm. what connects your heart and your head. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow, we don't need to do anything else on the show today. We're good. Okay. We <laughs> that, found that, the key to we life. We found the key. I just right connected, here. totally felt that and went, okay, that shifted everything. <laughs> so, hey, but we might want to talk about your new book coming up. So mm-hmm. uh, it's called Selling Through the Heart. And uh, why did you decide to write that book, Shirley? Oh, I love that question. I wrote that book because so many entrepreneurs, business owners came to me and said, you know, you've been at the top in real estate sales, insurance sales, anything you sell, you're always on the top of that chart. And I don't know how you do it. And it's not the way they tell you to do it. I know that because I'm trying to do it that way, but it's not working. So how do you do it? So I decided that it was time to put it in a book. And did you find out how to do it? Is it in there? Oh, absolutely. I've been doing it for 28 years Mm -hmm. and it's called the three-step sales waltz. It's so easy to do. Mm. It's amazing. And And it works really, really well at networking groups. Tell us about it, because everybody I know is doing networking groups and not always having a very good experience. Uh, You're absolutely right. And that's why I wrote the book, Mm -hmm. because we go to networking group after networking group, but then when we file our taxes, we don't see any income from those networking groups. And I'll tell you, it's only because of the way so many entrepreneurs are approaching other entrepreneurs. Okay, so first, tell us, what are we doing wrong that's making it not work? Well, you're never doing anything wrong because there's no mistakes. Okay. Okay, these are just opportunities to learn more. Okay. But the first step is never to talk about yourself. It's to say, may I do a a little tiny bit of role play with you? Sure. Okay. Go ahead. It's to say, you know, Ken, hi, how are you? How's your business? Oh, business is doing great. How are you doing? That's awesome. I'm doing really, really well. Tell me a little bit about you. Well, you know, uh, about me, wow, that's a, that, nobody ever asked me that, Shirlene. Thank, uh, thank you for asking me that question. You know, right now I'm really passionate about uh, getting a book out myself. And uh, also, you know, I have 12 grandchildren. I spend a lot of time with my grandchildren, mm. playing with them, making sure that we have a really great connection. And it's one of the things I value the most. That's awesome. What would you say is your biggest challenge with writing your book? Oh, biggest challenge is editing for me, yeah. Mm. And uh, fortunately, I've, I've gone through four editors with that book, and I just came across some amazing editing software that has finally helped me. I knew it needed something, and, and I didn't know what it was, but I found, I found what I needed there. But that's been my biggest challenge, and now my challenge is time to get it edited. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And then how do you plan to get it out there? Well, I have a whole marketing plan around that, Shirlene, but thank you for asking me that. You know, nobody's really asking me much uh, much about me or my book. I really appreciate that. Thank you for role-playing with me because this is what I'm talking about. This is what we need to do is take an interest in somebody else. As long as you are asking the questions, you have the control in the conversation. You know, the cool thing is, I love what you're saying because, uh, as you know, my wife owns a networking organization called Women's Wisdom. So Mm -hmm. I go there once a month to support her. And I can't tell you how many people I come up to and they wanted to tell me all about them and never ask one question about me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's such a turnoff. 
It absolutely is a turnoff. And then they exchange cards and have no idea what they've got when they get home, right? Oh, and that's no really idea. No idea. Yes. And no follow-up system. Exactly. No follow-up system. That, and that's why I call it the three-step waltz. This is how I've done all of my sales. And I've always been at the top of the list for sales because of it. So because, what are the three steps? So that is the first step. But okay. let me give you a little hint. Okay. When we are listening, like I was listening to Ken, he made a point about what he was saying with his book. Mm -hmm. What I was doing was I was looking for ways that I could support him. Mm -hmm. And I want to say right now that not everybody is for us, correct? But it might be for someone else. Mm -hmm. And if you give a referral to somebody else, you're going to be their best friend in the future, and they're going to recommend you as well. Good point. And one thing I love about that, it's so easy to do that. Yes. I mean, that's one of the ways I have built uh, an effective business is through networking and really giving first. So I, yes. I do what you're saying. I find out, it just kind of comes natural. I find out what about that person, where they need support. If there's anything inside of me that I can help them, mm -hmm. almost all the time there's a referral somewhere. Right, exactly. Everybody is either a referral or a client for you. Mm. That's how it works. Only one of two ways, mm -hmm. unless they're just not doing anything and they're so scattered, they don't know where they're going. But as a rule, like you say at Women's Wisdom, it's not like that. Mm -hmm. So let me give you the last tip on yeah. step one. Great. When I was done talking to Ken, I would have written down, he's publishing his book. I also would have asked him the name of his book, but I didn't want to do it here because he already shared that. And I would have said that his editing is the biggest challenge that he's having. And because our time is limited networking, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of people in the room and Ken probably wouldn't be for me because I don't edit books, mm -hmm. but I had a phenomenal editor edit mine mm -hmm. and we went through nine edits. Wow. So you want it to be very clean and to have the best. So sure. I would note that. Then I would say to him, Ken, you know, we don't have a lot of time here. So what did you think about me following up with you in the next two or three days? Would that work for you? Um, yeah, I don't know about two, three days, but yeah, follow up with me next week. <laughs> okay, next week works good. See, I yeah. always lead in with the shorter time frame yeah. and so they remember who I am. And people will tell us what they, what, what what they need, them, right? Right. And yeah. so then I'll write that on the card after mm -hmm. I talk to him. And when I get home, I have all this information on Ken. I enter it into my system and then I ask him to set up some time. And we do it on Zoom. I love to do Zoom and tea. <laughs> oh, yes, me too. It's perfect. <laughs> and you're actually like you're sitting with, I do sessions yes. on Zoom now, and I love it. You I know, do. I do really work can courses. look in their eyes and... Yeah, it's it's a wonderful way to be able to work with people anywhere. Absolutely. Shirley, yeah. and I have a question about personality, okay? Um, in your book, do you discuss some personality traits and like, so I'm out there, I'm an entrepreneur, and I want, you know, I'm looking for a new client, and I'm, I'm like, here's all these people, you know, I'm kind of looking at their, how they dress and how, how their eyes are, but how do you really connect with the right, your right tribe? How do, how do you do that? Just simply by active listening. When you're asking people questions, you can identify what personality profile they are just by how they talk. And one of the first ones I use, would you like to know what it is? I, it's love the know. easiest. And I it's, and, in the it's in the book. It's in the book. I know that. It's in the book. Yep. yep. Okay. It's in the book. And what I do is we have two major personalities. We have the big visionary people and we have the step-by-step -step people. And both of them need each other. Visionary people create a big dream. So Ken has a big dream. He's talking about a big dream, and he doesn't like to edit. So that eliminates the step-by-step, -step, right? Mm -hmm. Because people who are step-by-step -step love to edit. That's their thing. Uh, so a visionary person, I'm a visionary, so I needed a very good editor to take care of me. Mm -hmm. And he was the step-by-step. And I actually couldn't stand going through every one of his edits and fixing them and, you know, rewriting whatever he wanted me to rewrite. I didn't like it because in my mind, I was already done. Boy, can I relate to that? <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm always working on attitude. Here. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you try to give a visionary perspective yeah. to a step-by-step -step person, they will run the other way. 
because Mm -hmm. they can't see that big picture, but they sure are good at putting those steps together that get us where we want to go. So that is the first frame that you identify. And right away, I let you know who you are just by the question that you asked, right? Okay, we're going to be, we will be on the edge of our seats until we get back from this break to hear the next one, Shirlene. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. Attention business owners, the feeling of being overwhelmed, stressed out, and facing difficult business challenges goes hand in hand with being an entrepreneur. But there are solutions, and it's time to explore the possibilities. You work hard as an entrepreneur. Give yourself the break you deserve. Ken D. Foster is the business coach for you. Ken has over 21 years of experience with leaders just like you, who trust to share what is truly going on in their business and that thing called life. You're invited to set up a free conversation confidential consultation with Ken. His wisdom, guided methods, and unique strategies will bring you to new heights and breakthrough obstacles. Visit KenDFoster.com to set up your free confidential consultation. It's time to achieve your dreams because you deserve a successful business and a balanced, happy life. Sound great? Find out how to make this happen. Visit KenDFoster.com. That's KenDFoster.com. KenDFoster.com. Is living in today's fast-paced world making you feel stressed and out of balance? Are anxiety, sleeplessness, depression, lack of focus, or weight gain robbing you of your relationship and your energy? If you're ready for change, you need to call Paula Shaw at Rebalancing You. Paula helps you identify and eliminate self-sabotaging thinking and behavior. Using a wide variety of mind-body techniques, she provides her clients with the most effective processes for their specific needs. To book a rebalancing session with Paula, call 858-480-9200. That's 858-480-9234. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. Welcome back to Transition Radio, brought to you by Sherry Blair your financial advisor, and you can reach her at 619-997-0416. We are here in studio with Shirlene Reeves, who's been giving us some amazing information about how to sell through your heart, and that's the name of her new book. And we were talking about how do you know how to talk to different kinds of personalities, and Shirlene Would you tell us more about that? That was just fascinating. Well, you know, when we talk about sales, the first thing that we need to think about is who we are as a salesperson and identify our traits. And when you take the little sales profile, you find out where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. And if you're weak in this area, then you don't do that. Okay, Mm -hmm. you are valued for the things you do the best. So you always have to take into consideration who you are as a salesperson before you address anyone else. You know, I think a lot of people don't identify themselves as a salesperson. Um, How do we overcome that? Because listen, if you're in business, you got to go out and sell. You have to. In order yeah. to stay afloat, Instead right? Of, whether you're raising money to uh, start your business, whether you're you know you're dealing with a customer, whether you're dealing with a um, taking your business to the next level, you've got to sell. Yes, you do, and it would be easy to be able to sell it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so when we're looking at the ease of sales, we have to create programs that our clients are looking for. If we don't take mm-hmm. the time to target our market and really work with our clients to find out what it is that they need, we get this brilliant idea and we, or we go through something really horrible, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go, oh, I need to create a program around this and everybody needs it. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is there's only one person in the whole haystack that might need that. And that's why four, to five, four out of five businesses go under in 18 months. Because they haven't felt out the market well enough? Is that what you're saying? Or they don't know who 
who or if anybody really wants what they're offering? Well, there's a few factors. One is they don't know who their target market is. They're going to work with everybody. Mm. And it's not defined well enough. Mm -hmm. And then they don't go out and speak to their target market and create questions that will give them support Ah. and putting their marketing together. Because we really need to use the words and phrases that our clients use so that we can put it into perspective when we're doing our marketing or talking to anybody. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that a sales profile. Is there something on your website that like a a test people can take? Yes, there is. Can you give us that website information? It's at MaximizeYourWealthNow.com. MaximizeYourWealthNow.com. And don't forget the now because it's now you want to maximize it. Yeah. Perfect. And and they can go and take this sales profile yes. and find out who they are. Yes. Oh, that's really Wow, cool. we better go do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Max, Get right on that. <laughs> maximize your wealth now. Wealth now. Maximize your wealth now.com. Got it. Yep. Okay. Well, I want to know your secret sauce because I know that's in the book. And you talk about something that is dear to my heart, which is Uh, client confidentiality and authenticity. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Authenticity is huge. And it kind of goes, segues from what we were just talking about. I don't like scripts. You try to give me a script, I can't get it done. I just can't. Mm -hmm. I tried for years to do what they told me to do, uh, whatever company I was working for. Um, And I never could be that person that they wanted me to be. Didn't didn't you, I I had that problem too. Didn't you always feel a little dumb or a little off because you didn't know how to memorize their quote script and their formulas? Right. Right. And I love to, I've been a real (laughs) estate agent for almost all my life. So I don't sell now, but I love to pick on them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, here's, here's, I think the real bottom line with that, because we're talking about authenticity, Yes, is that when you're trying to be scripted out by somebody else's script, somehow you lose a piece of yourself. It's and hard. that's where I was going yeah. with it. Hard to insert yourself yeah. into somebody else's words. Yeah, because if you say, if you happen to speak to a realtor and they're, they're have an open house or something and you say, hey, tell me, um, tell me about that open house. How it, you know, what is the price on that? And then they go, oh, are you looking for a home? Would you like to buy a home? How soon are you thinking about doing that? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, wow, it's so great to meet you. Tell me about you. Mm-hmm. The, that is the mm-hmm. secret sauce That's right it. there. That, Tell me uh, about you. Yeah. Tell me about Learning you. About How you talk to people yeah. makes all the difference in the world. And then you have to do active listening to really focus in on what it is they're saying. Mm. You know, one of the other things I think is really important here when you're tuning into other people is their their clothes. Their, do they have a dog with them? Do they have, you know, what is that? Because I, I, I know, and I'm, I know this in your book, you know, there's a piece where you, you look at that, and you know, let's say Paul has this beautiful pendant on right now. And if I were just meeting Paul, I might say, wow, that's just a gorgeous pendant. Where did you get it? Because mm-hmm. I just want to connect with her. Exactly. I'm, you know, I'm not here to sell or anything. I'm here to connect. Exactly. That's right. what the whole thing is. And that's why it's empowering you to build relationships for financial freedom. Mm-hmm. More and more of this is coming out. And I love it because so many people are beginning to think with their heart rather than just sell, 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 right. sell. And people are running down the hall to go in the bathroom to get away from yeah. them. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, that brings to mind a story from my own life. Years ago, when my husband had gotten sober and I started going to Al-Anon, and I remember saying to my therapist one day, none of the women at the meeting ever really talked to me. And he goes, really? And I said, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't really, I haven't made any friends. He goes, well, what do you share about usually? And I go, well, you know, if I figured something out or if I've had a victory in how I dealt with my husband, I share about that. And he said, oh, maybe try sharing about something that didn't go so well. And so I shared this really authentic raw truth one day because I was really hurting. 11 people came Mm. up to me after the meeting and embraced me because I wasn't trying to be wise Paula anymore. I was just being another hurting soul sitting in the room. Exactly. And then they could connect. And you were it being was authentic. Profound to me. Yeah, and I was being authentic. I wasn't doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. Right. And yeah. that's why the scripts don't work. 
mm-hmm. is because we really need to connect with the other human being right from the heart. Yeah. Right. And show them that we care. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, That's what's so important. True. Well, just like in Al-Anon, okay, Al-Anon has steps, and I know you have some sales steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, though you call it the, uh, the uh, three-step sales waltz, right? Can we talk a little bit about that? But I would like to interject for just a moment before we do that. Okay. Shirlene, you've got a very important book launch party coming up. And I want all our listeners to know they can come and celebrate with you. So can we give them that information? Oh, sure. And tell them what's going to happen. Because you're going to be teaching a little bit at that too, aren't you? For a whole hour. (laughs) All right. It's all about sales. Selling from your heart, right? It's all about sales. I want the people that come to the book launch to learn how to do the sales and understand if you can connect from your heart, there is no fear. It's all fear that we deal with when it comes from sales. Mm. Okay. And where is this so book launch? So we're going to do it at the um, Morgan, Morgan Run Country Morgan, Club. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'll give you the address. Is that okay? That's great. Sure. Okay. Morgan That's in Run, San Diego, in Morgan Rancho Run Santa Resort. Fe in San Diego, right? Yep, mm-hmm. in San Diego. And it's 5690 Concha Day Golf in Rancho Santa Fe. Let's say that one more time. 5690 Concha Day Golf in Rancho Santa Fe. And do people need to register or just show up? Well, you know, they can do either. It mm. would be great if they would register, but and they're welcome they to come that? and just come and be a part of it. And it's okay. a, at the ballroom right in the golf course where they have everything. In the, yeah, in that main and building. And is there, there a date? In that? What, yes. What, is, what date? It's one day before my birthday. One day before March birthday. 29th. Okay, we should all know. Okay, so Shirley's birthday is coming. Come but, celebrate yeah. my birthday. Okay. Yeah. But, but let's get the date of the event right. March 29th, March 29th. from okay. 6 to 9 p.m. Okay. And it's going to be awesome because Dr. John Martini, who wrote the foreword in the book, mm-hmm. is going to come on Skype and talk to everybody about oh, the awesome. book. Mm. And we have a jazz player, a saxophone jazz player, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. And we're going to have wonderful vendors and l- treats on tables with the vendors so you can stand around and chat with and them and eat a little hear, bit. And I hear door prizes and fun things, A too. ton of door prizes. There's more and more and more coming in every day. I'm just so amazed. And they can, can they, buy the book there, yes, too, right? Yeah. And they can buy the book. Can they email you to register, or how do they register? They can email me to register, or they could go on Eventbrite. Okay. Okay. And put selling through your heart book launch on Eventbrite. Event okay. it's uh, eventbrite.com and mm-hmm. it's selling through your heart book, book launch. launch. That's yes. what you got to remember. Selling yes. through your heart selling book launch. Selling through your heart book launch. Yeah, so that's same as the book. That's Thursday really easy. the 29th of March. Yes. The yes. most important thing is it's the day before Shirlene's birthday. Yeah, and I hope everybody will come and learn these three steps. That's mm-hmm. my goal is that you actually come and learn how to sell from your heart so you don't need to fear sales anymore. Yeah. Wow. I promise well, you, you'll never you, be you pushy again. You know the nice again. thing about mm-hmm. that, Shirlene, is Correct. that when people do learn that, that's a skill set that lasts for a lifetime. It, and and I've seen people learn uh, selling from the heart, and uh, what I've found is that it, they double and triple and quadruple their Easily. income mm-hmm. uh, in a very qu- short period of time. So you've got the secret sauce, and I hope our listeners will come out and talk to you. I do too, because you will be so successful once you learn these three steps. You can't help but be mm. successful. Well, and it feels to me like these three steps helps shift you to a different energy. You're not coming from fear and discomfort. You're coming from really being interested in somebody yes. and, and coming from your heart. And building trust. That's yeah. the big thing because you've heard a million times that people know, like, and trust you. Right. They'll work with you. Oh, yeah. It's just that simple. Absolutely. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thanks, Shirley. You're welcome. So My pleasure. Part of this with you us. Here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Coming up next, we have Brenda Alder, uh, Al- Edelman. Edelman. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. Brenda Edelman. And, you know, she's going to be talking about forgiving the unforgivable. We'll be back with Transition Radio and your hosts, Paula Shaw and Candy Foster. How confident are you that you'll have enough money to retire when the time comes? Your financial future may be at risk and you don't even know it. Hi, I'm Sherry Blair, financial advisor, and helping you meet your financial goals is important to me. Let me help you make smarter financial decisions that will keep your money safe, growing, and there when you need it. 
Call me for your free, no-obligation consultation or a second opinion. 619-997-0416. California license number 0B42369. Securities and services offered through HBEC Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. HBEC Inc. and Michael J. Lucia and Associates are not affiliated. There's a question many of us ask ourselves when we are grieving. When will this pain ever end? Life transition coach and grief recovery specialist Paula Shaw wants you to know there is light at the end of the tunnel. In her new best-selling book, Paula gives you information and practical exercises you can use right away in your recovery process, including breathing methods, the emotional freedom technique, energy psychology work, and many other healing tools. Grief, when will this pain ever end? Available now on Amazon.com. We're back with Transition Radio, exploring the world of change. And now, here's your hosts, Paula Shaw and Ken D. Foster. And welcome back to Transition Radio, being brought to you by Sherry Blair, your financial consultant. Sherry can be reached at 619 997 0416. And one of the things we love about her is she is all about helping women understand money and make it last. So call Sherry Blair. Right now, we have the excitement, Ken, of meeting our next guest, Brenda Edelman, who is a woman with an amazing story and an amazing message and amazing work. So why don't you tell everybody about Brenda? Well, she is a award-winning actress, and she's the recipient of a Hero of Forgiveness Award and has a master's degree in spiritual psychology. Also, I want to mention that Brenda regularly performs a critically acclaimed one-woman show, My Brooklyn Hamlet, which is based on her life story, and she's going to tell us all about that mm, today. Cool. Brenda, so happy to have you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, definitely our pleasure. I think, Brenda, we have to begin with how does your story begin? Why, what prompted you to come to this place where now you teach about forgiveness? Yeah, one of those lucky, lucky lessons. Um, well... You know, I would say my life kind of exploded apart in 1995, and um, that's where it led me to where I am today. I teach how to forgive the unforgivable because forgiveness made such a difference for me, forgiveness of others and forgiveness of myself. So, um, you know what, let me do this. I'm going to tell you my two-minute pitch that I usually do when I tell people about my one-woman show. Okay. So that we got so I can give you a, a full range of it because there also was a lot of humor. There was a lot of uh, love and things like that. So um, I grew up in Brooklyn with a Jewish wannabe Italian father who taught me how to <laughs> drive a Cadillac when I was six and how to shoot a gun when I was ten. <laughs> a uh, a bohemian artist mom who took me traveling with her all over the world and read Shakespeare to me from the time I was three years old as a bedtime story. Mm-hmm. Big love, big laughs, and then, and this is true as it all is, in 1995, my father, who I adored, shot and killed my mother and within a month moved in with my aunt, my mother's sister, and married her. Whereas, for those people who are familiar with Shakespeare, in Hamlet, his father is killed by his uncle, and his uncle marries his mother, and the piece is about death and destruction and revenge. My life and my work is about the power of forgiveness. Forgiveness. Wow. And and to understand correctly, um, let me just clarify, this was not an accidental shooting? Is that what you're saying? It was definitely not an accidental shooting. He did go to prison on a involuntary manslaughter mm. um, because the murder weapon, his gun, which was actually the gun I learned to shoot on, was never found. So there were eight hours between the time of my mother's death and the time the police were called. And in that time, the gun disappeared. There was a cleanup. And so my brother agreed to the plea bargain because there was the possibility that my father would not uh, serve time. And I'll say that it's my brother and I are half-brother and half-sister, so it wasn't his father. So it was easier to my for my brother to see and act on it, whereas that first year, oh, my gosh, I was just in denial. I was depressed. I, you know, it was impossible because, in a way, I lost my whole family in that of one course. night. So, 
So, yes, it was uh, it, it, technically he went to jail on involuntary manslaughter, but the plea bargain said that he caused our mother's death by recklessly causing his pistol to discharge directly into oh, her head. Oh, my God. And how old were you? I was 30. So I was an adult. I had just moved out to uh, Los Angeles. I had fallen in love and, and moved out to L.A., but I was very, very close to both my parents, like codependently close, always mm-hmm. trying to be there for them in a way they couldn't be there for each other. I see. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, in some ways, I'm super glad I was so close with my mom because I only had her for those 30 years. Oh, yes. Wow. So what was what was your path, uh, Brenda? What was yeah. the first step towards forgiveness here? Because I can see that this could have taken a different uh, path. I mean, it could have taken a path of revenge yeah. or depression or, or bitterness. Or bitterness. Yeah. I, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was really amazing that my mother had, you know, read Shakespeare to me from the time I was a little girl. And then I studied Shakespeare in New York. I studied Shakespeare in London. So it was really interesting because when I was in, I you know, feeling so isolated and so alone, I remember there was a character in history that lived through something that I did. So that was something that made me feel a little less alone. Wow. And then I was an actress already. And so... There was an exercise in acting class. I was in a top class in L.A. that was about telling your story. And I was so frightened to tell my story. I was not conscious. I, I, I like to say I'm barely conscious now. I've done a lot of work. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I was so filled with shame and thinking I'd be judged. But there was just something inside me that was like, I have to tell my story. I can't keep hiding. And so I did this like 15-minute to 20-minute exercise in this class of 100 people, and instead of getting uh, about my life story and instead of getting judgment, I got so much love. I got like a 10-minute standing ovation, Mm. and then I had people in the class talking about secret shame that they had in their life, and that gave me the impetus to want to create a one-person show. Like It was one of those full circle moments where I realized that all the acting I had done, the Shakespeare I had studied... Like everything was leading to this moment so that I could not only heal myself, but heal others. And then I would say what really changed for me, like where I learned how to go from being a victim to being, um, moving from how do I survive this to how do I thrive was I got a master's degree in spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica. And that two-year program just completely changed my life. I learned what a healthy boundary was for the first time in my life. Mm. I learned about forgiveness and it's what I teach now and um, and I was able to actually forgive my dad but at the same time take him to court for wrongful death so oh, good that was you. kind wow. of the progression of it mm. yeah so I, I notice here in your bio that you've uh, you work with uh, groups such as women prisoners <clears throat> youth at risk uh, US military spiritual communities um, you do this around the world. You've trained over 11,000 people. Do you have a workshop coming up or, or anything that uh, our listeners can connect with you to find out more about this? Well, I am, I'm doing my one-woman show as part of uh, this, this new show called Divas in Danger up in Long Beach. Our next show is the third Saturday in April because the show is so cathartic in itself. And then I run groups online, like I have a free group, a free storytelling group on Facebook called The Naked Storyteller. Mm. Um, I'm teaching a class on how to create your own one-person show, and um, a four-hour class at the San Diego Writers, Inc. I think it's the first Sunday in April. So there's different ways. I have online courses, so I have a forgiveness course and I have um, some other courses like I have something called your story made simple which is virtual so I, I work with people all over the world mostly so I um in your story made simple it's like I do coaching and I have an active a virtual acting class in there and it's all about healing from your story and do people go to your website to find out information about these classes Brenda yes it's so funny I have se- several different sales pages but the best thing to do is probably to go to my website which is forgiveness andfreedom.com and then say also that. I can you like, spell that let's honey say forgiveness that. Well, I, I heard it it's okay. forgiveness and and she spelled out a n d oh okay forgivenessandfreedom.com Okay. Perfect. And I'm, and, also, and I'm also a bit of a Facebook addict, so Brenda Edelman. Oh, good. On <laughs> and Facebook. Edelman is yeah. spelled A-D-E-L-M-A-N. Brenda, B-R-E-N-D-A, yeah, Edelman. If, uh, just search her for Facebook, and uh, we're looking for the naked storyteller, right? Yes. And Brenda, I'd, I'm dying to ask you, what 
what is the secret? What is the power that forgiveness has given you or the ability to live your life in a certain way that's come from this? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is that when I was really depressed, before I really understood what forgiveness was, first of all, it's really scary to think about forgiving if you don't know how to set a healthy boundary, because I think Mm -hmm. people misunderstand it, and they're like, oh, the person can just walk all over me again. Um, So what it did for me, well, there's also so much about self-forgiveness, like you might not think I needed to forgive myself, but I was like, I was so angry at myself for trusting my father, for Mm -hmm. loving my father, like some of this stuff doesn't make sense. And so by forgiving myself and forgiving the judgments I held inside myself, um, I was able to start making self-honoring choices and not isolate myself and not meet people who were also maybe victims in their life. Instead, I took radical responsibility for my life, not in like a new age over responsible kinds of way. And then the other thing was in forgiving my father, I finally let go of the burden of having to punish him, even in my mind, Mm -hmm. like thinking about him didn't make me wreck my day. Instead, I could embrace the love I felt for him when I was a little girl. And, you know, I kind of feel like if we hate any part of our parent, we hate a part of ourselves. And so that's a, I do a ceremony of release in my show around that. Oh, that is so so beautiful and so wise. I mean, you just said in three sentences, I think, you know, some amazingly powerful stuff. And, and whether it's an experience as heinous as the one you had to go through or just anything where someone has hurt you, and you, and forgiveness will give you a release, will give you peace. Mm-hmm. And I love the yeah. part you said, too, that once you know how to create healthy boundaries, you don't have to fear forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to exactly. feel that that's, this is going to make me too vulnerable now. Exactly. Uh, and And sometimes people don't. Sometimes people, um, they don't set the healthy boundaries. I see this a lot, you know, because I do coach, I have clients. Uh, I see this a lot with people who their parents might be super abusive, emotionally Mm -hmm. abusive to them, and they're still, like, uh, you know, taking care of them and seeing them all the time because they're older and they're afraid that they'll die and they'll feel guilty. And and I'm not saying abandon people, but I'm saying don't be around someone all the time who is abusive to you. Like, you are right Absolutely. To yourself. So in a, in a way... Right on. Right on. And Brenda, Brenda, I'm afraid we have to. We're running out of time here, so we got to wrap You'll have to come back because you have so much wisdom so to share. <laughs> so again, I want to give that yeah. website out, <clears throat> forgivenessandfreedom.com, Forgiveness and Freedom. Uh, Brenda Edelman. And Brenda, again, thank you for being on our show today. Thank you. It was just amazing. And like Paula said, please come back. We'd love to have you. Thank you so much. All right. Take good care, Brenda. So that's a wrap. And if you'd like to listen to all of our episodes, you can go to transitionradioshow.com or just Google Transition Radio or ask Alexa Transition Radio. And uh, we hope that you will listen to all of them. And that's a wrap. We're also here on KCBQ in San Diego. All righty. Till next time. Bye.